0: And thank you so much for tuning in, not listening, but both, I guess, to episode 31 of the Arizona Movie Club. My name's Tyler. I'm your host, as I always will be. And joining me is my co-host, as he always will be, Andy. What's going on, Andy? Hi there. Feels good to be back, doesn't it? Absolutely. Our second of a back-to-back, we just recorded Thor Ragnarok. Go listen to that one. Yeah, it it was a fun episode. If you like superhero movies at all, even if you don't and you like our banter, please uh, go give that a listen if you don't like it. Hey, we still get to listen after like a minute, so we really do appreciate the support. You know, if you like more indie movies, if you like gems, whatever your taste may be, hey, maybe that aligns with what we've been thinking, anyways. Give us, give us an email, give us a just a DM, a, a comment. We do have an email address; it's azmovieclub at gmail.com. and we have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter page. Search Arizona or Az Movie Club. I don't have to search Arizona Movie Club. If you're wondering who we are, we are two guys unqualified, really. I I think some actors and directors would probably get mad at the things we say, but we do it out of love and out of a deep appreciation for movies.
1: And if they get mad, we can just fall back um, our intro where we say we're not qualified.
0: I, I've stated that enough times exactly. that I think we just get immunity. <laughs> but I think that's how it works. <laughs> you don't know anything, but now you've got to listen to us for an hour. <laughs> but we occasionally, I think, say uh, funny and insightful things. Sometimes it's neither. There's a couple stinkers out there, but if you want some good episodes, if you're first timer here listening, go watch or go listen to It Follows and uh, Good, good time. time. Those are two bangers. And if you can sit through the Terrible 10 minutes of audio quality for just the first 10 minutes. Last of Us 2, spoiler cast, is a phenomenal episode in my opinion as well. Thor's pretty good. Uh, Hustlers, I'm just uploaded, also great. So we really appreciate all of our new listeners. And, of course, we appreciate people that have been here from the beginning. You're our rock, baby. We can't do it without you. We've got to learn the new people. You know what I'm saying? That's why i got to shout them out first. tell us what you want to watch or what you want to to. Yeah, uh, just email to. us. What, what the hell? You, we appreciate the listen, but come on, no interaction? We've built this relationship. You've tuned in to all these damn episodes. and You can't even... Maybe yeah,
1: you should tell people that our inbox is full and that we're in high demand. And we demand.
0: couldn't even take your message if yeah. we wanted it. It's going to probably get an auto reply. We're so busy. If you're new here as well, we get a million listens. I get a tattoo of this podcast. Come, you, I'm giving you people incentive. Come on. We'll have a Patreon tier where you can force me to watch all the Fast and the Furiouses, and I hate them all other than Tokyo Drift. We can force Andy to watch every Marvel movie. Did he like the, the Thor content? Maybe that's a potential for something we could have. We're definitely making them watch Batman versus Superman at some point. Uh, because this is the summer of sizzle, even if there's sizzle failures, you know what I'm saying? Big flops. When you get that big belly flop in the ocean, you get a you get a water sizzle. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> That's what we'll call it. But thank you for listening to that long-winded intro. If you do give us any suggestions for next week, it will have to be pushed off. Uh, because next week we're we're doing more superhero movies it's the summer sizzle baby but they're two different they're two different ish uh, superhero films they're all superhero films i guess at the end of the day they're both also marvel films but from different eras blade arguably one of the, I, I hate the phrase that any movie kick off a superhero you know like fanaticism i guess batman would be the only one or no it really is the supermans but that, that's, that only proved that the most viable, bankable superhero on planet Earth was was welcome. But um, Blade with Wesley Snipes, first one is supposed to be really good. Andy has seen that before. I have not, which does play off of our rules. Our only rule in this COVID where we're digging through a backlog, eventually we will be watching new movies. Um, our only rule is that one of us has to never have seen that. Uh, seen, seen the film, one of us, and then usually the other one has. And then we are also going to be watching Guardians of the Galaxy, starting Chris Pratt, 2014, part of the current Marvel MCU, uh, which you may be familiar with. And hey, we'll have the Blade episode to look back when the new bit comes out with Mahershala Ali. Oh, that's right. And God, we can sit in movie theaters. God, I can't wait. I can't wait till we can safely do that again. That sweet recycle there. If you live in one of those states where you can go see a movie theater right now, it's not worth it. To watch the fucking Goonies, please just hit home or go to a truck. I didn't even know there were states that could. Do they might have right. all shut down, but there were some that had real for a minute. Um, yeah, they the show some pretty things. sweet stuff at the driving. Oh yeah, kind of want to go. Honestly, I want to go for movie theater popcorn. We're gonna get into this episode in a second, but you you called it slop at one point, so do you just not have the hankering, the missing, that burning desire for movie theater popcorn. I love popcorn in general, but I am I am a.
1: Uh, uh, not above, like, microwaving a couple of bags.
0: Yeah, I, I microwaved popcorn last
1: night. Okay, yeah, for sure. It, it
0: had me really thinking, fuck, I just want to go to the drive-in. I, I need
1: watched
0: uh, San today and had popcorn for lunch. <laughs> I watched the <laughs> movie and had popcorn for lunch today. So, I mean, this is the kind of it's scintillating cool. content you can tune in this for. It's like,
1: quarantine, so. baby.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't even know if I'll safely be able to watch Tenet. They'll show that in the drive-in, right? Probably. Even if they, like, force it way too early in theaters and I don't want to go? Hopefully. Hopefully, God, hopefully. I know, right? That and Green Knight, we've talked about that many a time. So before, uh, we really need to intro this episode, but I live like a mile away, less than a mile away from an Alamo draft house to those uninitiated. And, well, I, don't, I have never talked about that. But yeah, that's people that don't know me. I live about a mile away from an Ma- Alamo draft house. Those bastards, for some reason, updated the posters without ever opening. And there's like three Green Knight, and every three Green night posters like highlighted. And so every time I drive past it, I just look at it and shake my head and go, Damn it! We should have had the Green Knight. This is coming. Never. Wear a mask, people. We all want to go to the movies again. Let's yeah. get this shit over with. Wear a mask. Please be safe. Uh, stay home when you don't need to go out. Don't be having crazy hundred people pool parties and all this stuff. I've seen some wild stuff on social media. Andy stays off the social media, so he doesn't see some of the crazy shit I see. But I know what you people are doing out there. You're not even following us on Twitter. Damn it. Come on. <laughs> Give us a follow. Jeez. Well, that was a long one. That's probably our longest intro ever. But without further ado, let's talk about First Count. Uh, not created. <laughs> it was supposed to be in Produced, March. Uh, Distributed by A24. Yeah, A20, not, A20, sorry, A24 movie, uh, uh, Ray Fart there. Originally came out, did release briefly in March. It was mm-hmm. going to be our third episode. And then COVID happened. Everything uphold, theaters just whoosh, shut down. And This was in theaters for like two or three
1: days or whatever. And yeah. we were both going to go watch it. And then I I pulled it up and looked it up the day I was going to go watch
0: it. and it just, And I got to say... I'm surprised. A24, so just a little behind the scenes. We don't talk a ton about uh, production drama unless we know a little bit about it, which well, I got a tidbit about Fast and the Furious. We'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> but A24 was very adamant when all this started because they are an independent movie film. And I'm. they seem like in that, Christopher Nolan mold, that they really appreciate the theater experience. I'm one of those weirdos, but even I'm not forcing them. Let's go back to the movies too early. But A24 was very adamant nope, we're waiting for First Cow for theaters. And I think it just wasn't a big enough deal that they kind of just let, let it go. And really unceremoniously, all of a sudden, I see in my news feed, and it's like three days old. I don't know how it didn't pop up immediately because this is my kind of thing. Oh, all of a sudden, First Cow is getting released. Yeah. And so uh, we decided to watch that, and it kind of helped out because at least we have two movies to talk about. This Low West is no longer on Netflix. That yeah, it was really weird. And if you've seen the trailer and you're not thinking it's quite your pace, Mm, I still recommend it's worth four bucks, man. So I bought it for twenty. What <laughs> could it be yeah, rented? You uh, but you have my Voodoo password now, so it at least now that'll work. Even I have Guardians of the Galaxy. on there, but it's all oh. on Disney Plus, so you're good there. But yeah, it's not as it's as slow as the trailer might indicate. But once it gets going, it really gets going, and I think it's it's more entertaining than you might originally ascertain from the trailer. And I think that's because he seems like a farm sim almost yeah. uh, about friendship, whereas it's surprisingly heisty. And
1: yeah, in the trailer, we were talking about this before. And I don't know if I've seen a trailer in recent memory that does the actual movie a disservice of just like, hey, it's not really what you're seeing in the trailer so much. The movie itself is very much more focused on the friendship between Cookie and King Lou. The trailer itself makes you think the cow is going to be featured pretty prominently, and it is not.
0: Yes. It's it's a movie about friendship. I love friendship movies. I really do love friendship movies. Also, really like bank heist movies. Anything heist, high stakes. There's tension. How do you
1: feel about milk heist movies?
0: Apparently, I love them (laughs) because that's that's what it is. Uh, It's a slow burn at first when we meet Cookie and he meets King. Is it King Lou? King Lou. King Lou. If I get those. Thank goodness Andy remembered the name. I'm a bad name person. This has been a step. I'm, uh, yeah, from, for the pot, I to start writing them down. Even movies that I've seen before that I love, I'm still sometimes just, what? Yeah. <laughs> but really, the first 40 minutes tests your patience. It is a slow. This is perfect for me. It's what, uh, two hours, two five? Just or... a little over two, yeah. Yeah, okay. It could have been 140, I think, easily. And I think. You're learning a
1: lot about cooking. yeah. And just his mannerisms, the way he feels about the world and stuff, before you even get into like the friendship, paper, if you will, like of what this is. So yeah, it is kind of a weird like first twenty minutes that, kind of feels like it's not even the same in the same movie as the you know the rest of it.
0: Yes, it it's a tale of two movies. I don't hate the first one, the first half of that movie. It just feels kind of pointless. It feels like, okay, because a lot of what it establishes about Cookie, I guess it's fair to call him the protagonist, right? They, I guess it's because co technically. On. Well, once the, but, yeah, once the, then they get equal time, yeah. But he's a simpleton, a simpleton's come. Uh, did he say he came from England? where
1: did he come from? Oh, I, I cannot remember, but yeah, I remember his, like, all of his parents were killed. Definitely from, he uh, was from Boston. He was from Boston. Oh, Boston. and his
0: parents were immigrants, right? Yeah, he yeah, was like, a baker's apprentice or something in Boston, that's how he learned to cook, um, and see, that's – it's filled with a lot – sorry, not to pay you out. It's filled with a lot of that shit. I don't care that you were a picture of cookie. It – you know, one line of dialogue would have established that, and I understand it's not a Marvel movie. It's not quick, 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 next to the next thing. But, man, it lingers on conversations the first 40 minutes where I don't care. I care about this friendship, oh, see. and I care about high stakes, just like we want a better life. But we – the film is so brilliant in that they have a whole conversation – and if you're a pro-capitalism person, this probably isn't your movie. It is, but it isn't because they realize the system is rigged and they're willing to take the gamble to let that lead them to a better life, which is why it's so exciting and why you're pulling for them. It really does a lot of the easy heart, like heartstring and like pulls on you without ever feeling cheap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, but it does it really well. It really well. Yeah. Uh, so, like like the first like
1: little blurb that we're talking about that's not the most interesting see I love that because yeah we're finding out a lot about cookie and there was a lot of things that left were left unsaid that that kind of led, led you to, to even gather more about his you know uh, his personality like he's guide for some trap. the guide slash cook you know uh, mm-hmm. this is all in the first like few minutes here it's clearly not going well they're strained They're they're at the end of the rope they're almost out of food and he's just getting like like openly threatened by these trappers. Like, hey, when we get to town, like I will be waiting for you and your sack of your your pay. I know what you're getting paid, and that's gonna be my money. So I think he's you know fearful of course you know there's nobody in the world, whatever, that's gonna help him he's on his own and it's not going great. So he pretty much immediately spends his money on these fancy boots. Because like, I think he's worried that
0: the sweet ass that at
1: least that his money would be stolen from him. Maybe a material possession would be a little bit something he can wear and he's just kind of insecure about walking through this disgusting hovel of a town with these fancy leather boots to where people are just, like, looking at him and staring at him, like, what's up with that? So he even kind of just trashes those boots.
0: Too. Yeah. Cookie is a good person who is worthy of companionship and love. I just don't want to be around him as much as I'd rather be around King Lu. King Lu is... No. He was, I mean, he was
1: definitely an opportunist. Like, he got the movie going. Selfish. It is selfish, for real sure. Boring yeah. Just the cookie experience <laughs> running around, that would have been real boring. You know, what was interesting about this one, I have watched one other movie from Kelly, like, uh, Riecher,
0: Riker. Rieker. Riker. I, Rikard, maybe? Um,
1: it's one called Meat's Cutoff, and it's on Hulu. I think I told you about this one a couple of months ago. You might a have. Ago. It isn't the most, just like this, it's not the most uh, uh, movement on screen. Riveting. It's not the most enthralling thing. But it's pretty, the whole movie of Meek's Cutoff is kind of about a little like the microcosm of him as with the trapper group and it not going well. Like, that one's all about over two hours, uh, like a wagon caravan towards like the Oregon Trail, like breaking down due to hunger. Like, hey, is our guide even a real guide or was he like hired to lead? Like uh, you know, religious Quakers astray, and them just kind of have, and then like they capture this Native American, and then it's like, is is he gonna help? And and then it just kind of has a nice message overall. So they she makes very similar movies like that. So it was kind of that entire Meeks cut off movie just like fast forwarded and and compressed into like that first fifteen
0: minutes. Sounds like, like Kelly Reichardt makes films you like.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess
0: I've only seen the two, but I yeah. really liked
1: Meek's Cut-Off. That was one that, like, the, the Rotten Tomatoes was pretty high, and the Google
0: score was, like, in the 40s. Like, oh, a lot of people do not care for how slow these movies... First cow, may be one of them, yeah. but I think I hope you, could, I hope you, you would absolutely see people giving up on this film in the first
1: 40 minutes. Uh, yeah, because it's, like, really, like, if you were to explain what happens in 40 minutes, like... Aaliyah hats in this movie for a in the second. the very beginning. We didn't even talk about that. The, the future like,
0: intro. Yeah, where it's like present day, and then that's gone. You don't see that the entire rest did of the movie. You, quick question, because, I mean, this is spoilers. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, is probably, spoiler. probably put up a spoiler tag for this. Um, it. Did you know immediately those were them? Yes. And that they were dead? Yeah, okay, but, I did too. I just... Of
1: course, thought it was a gunshot. Like, the, the skull clearly had a hole in it, like, on the right, like, above, like, the right orbital bone. So it's like, oh, that's a gunshot wound. So someone is getting like knelt down and shot. And like that's sad. But do you I mean, want to get
0: sad? straight away to just because I may forget? Do you think it was exhaustion or that someone caught up in chuck? Oh, like they just, they just shot him. Yeah, they. You think, it, the you King
1: think? King Lu fell asleep.
0: Yeah, and it was. It,
1: it must have been exhaustion to why he fell asleep because oh well, I mean
0: like maybe they just died like because you could
1: argue Cookie might have just let out there. Oh, oh, Cookie definitely died from his head. Yeah, because he's got like bleeding on the brain. Anything like, they shot in really bad. Yeah, they probably shot him. Probably, makes like, sense. assumingly in the torso or something, because from that range, you know, they already got him captured. No reason to headshot him, because then I guess both skulls would have that. I know this is kind of grim to talk about it this way, but you just watch the movie yeah. and you know what we're talking about. Like, she unearths like two skeletons, Aliyah Shock at the very beginning of this also, movie. Also. And then we, are, then we watch them. Who does that? Yeah, you see a skull? I'm not digging that shit. No. Of, like, I don't want my DNA on like I've I've seen some like crime stuff of innocent people <laughs> that were just nearby, like no.
0: Nah, I'm not I'm not risking it, I'm calling somebody. Also, maybe just make it a little bit more out in the forest and like she's off the bean path a little bit, her dog runs away or something, and you just see the tooth skull. You see the two skeletons. Yeah. We believe that, right? Why just it doesn't make any kind of natural sense for her to just go Oh, my dog sniffed a bone. I'm going, get the hell over here, Ido or whatever. Yeah. Mark, let's go. <laughs> let's go. We're not going to be considered part of this crime scene.
1: Yeah, get yeah, yeah. But even yeah, then, that was all Pit fine. somewhere else. So, uh, what else here, so.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not here to plug major plot holes in it, but it's just, yeah, that was one of those things, and was like,
1: who does that? So then there, there's, um, they, they kind of come together. I can't remember exactly how King even meets him. Oh, no, King lives like a runaway.
0: Yeah, and uh, right. they force Cookie back out when he when he tells them I couldn't find shit. This is what I found to eat, and they are literally are basically threatening him if he does go back out again when he's clearly exhausted that they will kill him. Yep. And so he's got no choice. Okay, I guess I will look for the fourth time, guys, for more food. And he goes out there and he runs into King Lou, who is naked. Now my question to you, and and I I like to think King Lou's telling the truth in
1: this case, but. He straight up tells Cookie, like, hey, I murdered someone. Like, I'm... A, I I These guys are after me. Because he's, he's, like, naked. He doesn't have any clothes on. He's like, I'm on the run because I had to murder some man. He says because him and his partner were going to be killed by that guy. And that guy killed King Lou's friend. So King Lou was just acting in
0: self-defense. Like, do you think all that's legit? Because we don't know anything about that. I think it'd be... I think it's fair to question it. But I also think while... King Lou is an opportunist. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's vehemently cold-blooded. Yeah. In the sense that he would do it without... Like, could he have done it over money or something? Of course. nobody else makes this thing. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think he just murdered someone randomly. I would think it would either because, mm-hmm. be because he felt like he had, he had something stolen from him, which I think we've established he's willing to go to any extent in length for money, Yeah, or... Yeah, in, in self defense slash revenge for his friend. The reason I
1: ask is because then, like in one of the next couple scenes, when Cookie says something to the effect of like, "Well, why don't you you just going home to China an option for you?" When he's like, "No, I'm not like well liked back in Canton." <laughs> like, yeah. be, like for I, I think, yeah, I can't remember what his reasons were, but it's like yeah, well, maybe did you you know uh, pull one over on
0: somebody? Yeah. I don't I don't know. No, I I like King Lu a lot. I think he's cool. When I score this movie, the hardest part is going to be getting over that slow burn in the beginning. See, I, I still – I would have – I would have trained about 20 minutes. I can see why you don't, but yeah. I, I love those things because it was – I'm not as big of a period piece person, so we're not going somewhere. But again, it, like, okay, so when, when the stakes are on, when they finally set this plan in motion, hmm. it's legit. It's, like, riveting. It's fun. It's – you get the hook of this movie. You understand what's at stake. You know it's going to go wrong. Even without thinking, and I completely forgot about it in the back of my head. Oh, they're going to die no matter what. Or some someone's there. Yeah. yeah. I still, you still get that tension of because you know we've been taught time and time again, even if it's not always true, that just like if you keep pushing it, you keep pushing it, you're going to eventually, yeah. you know, get burnt. And that's, I mean, that's essentially what happens. But I do like so. Th- there's no cows. The dialogue about how there shouldn't be cows in America was comical. Oh, yeah. When they're Yeah, cows don't belong here. Just funny in retrospect. I'm sure there are people that thought that way. And it's also weird to not think of cows as native to the, North yeah, America. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, apparently they were. I didn't even know that. But I that could yeah, be I wrong. Horses. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't know that. And it could have been wrong. And I probably would have believed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... In the trailer, it's built when you see the British rube who is really rich. There's a shot where they hand him this cake, the, the donuts, pancakes. They're donuts, right? Essentially fried. Well, he says a biscuit, but it's fried dough, it, and he puts seems, honey.
1: It seemed kind of like a buttermilk biscuit. That's at least that's the vibe. Yeah, I I guess,
0: guess, you fry biscuits, because I'm thinking you fry dough. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a true. donut. I guess it's a biscuit donut hybrid almost. Yeah. Because you've got more of the consistency of a biscuit, but you are frying it, which would give it a... Yeah, the, so they're making food, and you can get this from the trailer. Like, it's big
1: news in the Western territory. Yeah. These trappers, like, guys are spending like, their whole day's pay and, and
0: stuff <laughs> like that to get these biscuits and whatever. So business is going. And there's a shot where it, this the British dude in the trailer is clearly eating it. And he goes, I taste London in these. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And it's swelled with music that makes it feel like this beautiful moment. And in the film, you know that they're using his cow's milk and they are terrified that he is going to realize there's no other cows and there's clearly dairy product in this. And instead, he's just this big dumb idiot and it's a sigh of relief slash combat moment. It's just funny seeing that like reversed on your expectations because that in the trailer again, in the middle of a montage of what we assume are fielded moments. And it seems kind of sweet in the trailer, like, you know, not to get through stuff, they're really like, Oh yeah, he, he tastes London like he, they're making this guy feel at home, and he's really just a big dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah, still still milk by night,
1: and he even says like, "How do you get to taste? How did you get to taste this good?" And Kingler says, "Ancient Chinese
0: secret," <laughs> which I thought was pretty great. You also would think if so, the once the British Rube finds out, he goes to kill him. You also would think he just realizes this is a good. This is how you know, like, Sabah, He's an idiot. But a big businessman would go. See, I want in on this. Yeah. This is how we're going to do this. Yeah, I'm see supplying the milk, baby. But I
1: think this movie's plot was airtight as far as that goes because maybe he would have done that normally, like the cheat factor. He's like, yeah, I can see the you know dollar signs in my eyes, math producing these with with you know Cookie and King Lou. But he had his like friend from London there that was like all on one about you know the Western ter- territories are. Uh, crude and lawless, and he's like, no, I'm going to bring him here, I'm going to have him uh, make that fancy pastry thing, and I'm going to show it, I'm going to rub it in his face. So he even had, like, his crony there from back home yeah. in there to be embarrassed in front of, so that's why I immediately was, like, on board with him, like, becoming murderous, like, the chief factor like, oh, I'm going to kill these guys for stealing. My oh,
0: family. yeah. No, he's prideful. My oh, point okay. was just, like, I'm not saying, that was, was a betrayal end. of character, he was an It's just yeah. proving how big of an answer he was. Yeah he cared more about pride than because he, he talked so much about how all he cared about was money. But clearly you don't care about it that much when you're missing Lou, a prime, you know, uh, business opportunity. You're here. right
1: about that. And Kingu even has that line where he said something like, you know, rich people or, or stubborn people like they're the easiest ones to steal from because they have they couldn't possibly imagine that anybody would ever steal from them because they're so yeah. powerful or, or yeah. whatever. He does, but yeah, it's just like that that's happening by night. Yeah. Those biscuits looked incredible. Especially they, like when they made the upgrade to like put honey
0: on those things. I've been watching a lot of binging with Babbage. If he did this, I'd be interested. I'd, I'd maybe try the recipe.
1: I did I did a lot of the Great British Baking Show.
0: So what he does, I don't know if you've seen his YouTube channel. Oh, no. This is I mean, I'm sure to people that have the internet <laughs> over here, yeah, you're describing the obvious. Uh, what he primarily does, he does some like regular cookie stuff and essentials, but he, he makes food from movies and pop culture. Oh, cool! Yeah, he like goes and he, he recreates it. He even does like That's fun. he's got special episodes where he just like grow stuff, like th- the stuff they make, and it's always sunny. Ew! It's actually pretty funny. <laughs> he makes milk snake. Ew, ew! But he also tries to like make a better version too. Like he'll try and upgrade it. So like he almost um, he threw up basically trying Charlie's version of it, ew. and then he uh then he makes an actual like really well done version that he says tasted <laughs> incredible. It's Really fascinating. So I would like that's why mm-hmm. I am saying I would like to see an episode on the biscuits from biscuit donuts. The bonuts <laughs> from First, first cow. Sh- Should it be bonuts or biscuits I like biscuits Discuits cool. <laughs> yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't do not release really this. We own it now. <laughs> don't search. Just give me a couple weeks. <laughs> Yeah, and
1: and like as as Cookie and them are like stealing the like milk and <laughs> those first couple scenes, like the most dialogue in the movie up to that point, like is between Cookie and the cow.
0: Like he's yeah. talking to the cow a lot when he's when he's there milking it. That's how big of a rube Cookie is. He's over here talking, and I know it's supposed to be endearing, and it's just. A sign of how he's good at milking it. But also, what okay. kind of weirdo talks to a cow, man? I'm just saying. Especially about milking it, too. Like, yeah. It's just like, eh, like, you just... How's your day, man? It's like, oh, you like this, don't <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you must have, <laughs> whisper
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, super, so, I think the actor that played Cookie did a pretty fine job. Mm-hmm. But if you were to replace him with a higher-grade actor, I'm curious who he would be, because I've got my... In my head, who I think would work, given his, given the demeanor, given the motivation, and given that he could rock the scraggly look, in my opinion. You know who I'm gonna say, and and,
1: and this is only because of the beard, and I can't—I've got like that uh, whatever, like the face blindness or whatever. Like when you see a character with a beard, like it's hard to relate them to anybody else that doesn't have a beard. Like they have that on your mind. So for me, it's Pedro Pascal. Ooh. I, think, I don't,
0: I think I don't know if he can play work. simpleton as well. No, but I think it, it could have been a little better. He would have been a good some King Lou if he wanted to go a different ethnicity. Yeah. Uh, my pick? Paul Dano. Oh, okay. Well, that's a big cutoff. He, Paul
1: Dano. Was oh, is the it? Cutoff. Oh, okay, okay so yeah. He's one of the, the guys in that one.
0: That's funny. You because that. he's got that, especially after you see uh, There Will Be Blood, he's got that dead-in-the-ice eye stare down that Cookie has all the time where you don't mm-hmm. know if he's really this dumb or if it's, He's got something cooking in there, really you know?
1: There's <laughs> never anything going on. Yeah. Except for the fact that Cookie is eventually the one that of the two. is like, hey, we should stop doing this. Like We've made good money. And King Lou's like, yeah, we made good money, but not, like, retire money. Like, this money is going to dry up. People are going to get tired of our cakes. More cows will come to the territory. Like, King Lou he out, out here making moves. He's maybe? To, yeah, he's trying to grind. So I can't remember if, like, it's as ironic as them saying it's literally their last milk collection, or do they just kind of say, like, hey, we need to wind this down and stop?
0: But they do say, we need to stop. Cookie says that. Cookie's like, hey, we need to stop. Because he notices that the... Whenever they all walked up to the cow, that the the friend was giving him looks and kind I of like, so I'm oh, banging him over They're there just like, hey. More suspicious around that fucking cow. Like, and cow, it wasn't even Cookie's fault that cow was just recognized him and, hey, you gonna test me? Like, that's <laughs> all put
1: aside. I mean, maybe they don't do the it with things, me, but it's like all put aside of just like, make a comment of being like, oh, wow, this cow's real friendly or something like yeah. He just stood there, like, like, darting his eyes back and forth, like, sweating bullets. And like, pushing hey, him back. Hey. Yeah, trying to get the cow away from him. Like, hey, yeah, you could not look more so, like he ab- knows you. He
0: could have absolutely just pet him and then, oh, yeah, this cow is oh, so, so nice. Yeah, absolutely, but it, it's just like, instead, it was so cringy, just like, just saying something. Who's pushing a cow away? Uh-huh. Like, it's some kind of alpha predator ready to kill you. It's like, a- a fucking cow yeah, like, is super nice and sweet. Just, and so just yeah, just, just lie a little better. Come on, man. Just pet him and go, What's his name? Yeah. Or her name. Oh, yeah. Great cow. Yeah. Really friendly. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was pretty <laughs> good so at I'm milking. You want to see if I can I'm milk right. it? Yeah, my like, view nitpicks so with that. Or, or like at that point, like maybe this is
1: too attacking if you're a cookie but say something to the chief factor, like, hey, I'm a cook, I'm a baker, I love to do that. Working with a cow's milk would be incredible. Like, can I do that? Like, maybe even look a little bit excited rather than like, "Oh, that cow is old news and it's suspicious,
0: like, you know." Yeah, know. grease them palms, baby. You're yeah. in with the rich now. Yeah, he just he didn't have the skill set. The skill. You know, I uh, I think Paul Dano. Paul Dano. I mean, like, he just goes. You know, everything I'm making is pretty damn good, but imagine if I had this cow. <laughs> and then once he gets the gig, he goes, "Oh no."
1: I can't make it any better. You'd have to like make it worse or something. Yeah, I'm doomed. Yeah, he has to go find sugar or like just talk real loudly. Like here I go putting in the cow's milk now and then just like toss it out the window. Uh, that next level to
0: make a difference. He puts the honey. in. Oh,
1: okay. you know what
0: I'm saying yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I feel like we've been talking about this movie forever. It's been like week. thirty minutes. <laughs>
1: it's. This doesn't need to be that long. That's it it a, really there's doesn't. Yeah, a ton of plot beats. Just see the movie and you'll it's, figure that out. I mean, we did talk a little about, about the end. I do kind of want to go over the ending because and, and, so, it was a it was a beautiful ending
0: to me. Like I absolutely at the very end when they the together. Yeah, yeah, like I do like that part. Um, them splitting up and the the chaos that ensues. I don't know. I didn't know yeah. how great that part was. If it was unnecessary, that's. Or what is to be gained from all of that? Rather
1: than have them just... Well, I mean, I, I guess what the only plot thing that's necessary
0: in that is that he hits his head. Cookie hits his head on that wall. Yeah. But you could do that a different way. Because you could have had them stick together, double back around, get the money, but the money... like You could even make it to where them getting the money was putting them more in danger, and then they felt the fruits of that by getting caught up and dying. I would have been Googled that, too. Or like a...
1: Yeah, they found some way the chief factor to like stake out their hideout or something and they instead, captured, yeah.
0: instead we have kind of a, a weird situation where King Lou speaks native hmm. and convinces them to take him down and then they take in Cookie for no reason whatsoever other than apparently they're trusting of him and then he what Whenever he tries to go outside to find King Lou, what does he run into that he immediately chickens out and goes back? And a run? bunch of wolves. It's like okay, a that's understandable. That are, like, you know, trying to eat them. But also, why wouldn't the wolves just try and go in the tent and kill him? You know what I mean? I guess I don't know enough about wolves. Yeah, right. neither do I. We are not wolves
1: <laughs> expert here. <laughs> I mean, maybe they're afraid to. Or it was, like, a full cabin. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was, it was pretty a nice cabin, little, and then there was, like, that, that older native. <laughs> and it was, like, outside doing tai chi. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was, like out there doing like karate like, yeah. was, like, like that was a little weird no it yeah that, that whole period I mean I guess I did understand because I mean I think the tie there is the Native Americans of course with everything that has gone on understand what it's like to be hunted down of course and understand what it's like to for, this, for the system to be rigged and the idea of how ridiculous it is that someone owns and possesses a cow, like food like something that should be shared and given, you know, basically used almost as free domain that someone is being that ridiculous, that there would be some sympathy there. But I don't know. it's just it didn't feel necessary that they don't um, have that sequence. Yeah. yeah, like I think you could probably, I mean, how long does that sequence go on? I think you could probably cut five five or so from there,, yeah. and by, by restructuring it. And then take your other 15 from the intro, for me, if I'm making this a tight hour 40. And I think it'd be a little more riveting for your non-used-to, longer, slower-paced films I guess.
1: I can hear what you're saying about the ending. What I did like was kind of the, I don't want to say back and forth necessarily, but the the idea of like, oh, he... Because at this point in the movie, you're like an hour and 45 minutes in, and you're wondering, like, who gets shot? Like how was this gonna happen? You know, there's like a gunshot yeah. in that skull that I mentioned earlier. But Cookie is like concussed himself really bad, and it's in that same spot, so it's kind of like a little less gray. Like, does he die from this? No, mm. those 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 folks just like nursed him back to health. He's with King Lou. It's going great, you know. And then he's starting to like pass out a lot, you know, uh, not yeah. lose his balance and whatnot. It's like, oh no, he's got some bleeding on the brain, and this is not. This is not he's not gonna sleep. Yeah. At all.
0: No, yeah. I. I didn't have a problem with it. Again, it's it's filled with little little holes, little things that I didn't care for. It's got the spirit in the bones of something I really enjoy. I just think, you know, like I like to be pretentious about movies and everything, but I don't think there's anything pretentious about just saying, "Listen, man, sometimes you just need a, a tightly paced film. You need to, especially because what you have, I think, in the the later half of your film is pretty exciting." even if it's in a conventionally not exciting setting. And so to just, it's really, you know, we talked about in hustlers, you know, not to find weird bridges here, but also kind of a buddy film. Hustlers. True. But yeah, tonal issues there. I think, God, I don't know if it's more pacing or, tonal. yeah, I guess it's more pacing than tonal, but even then it does feel tonally different going from almost a slice of life, like real low. What's his backstory to, now it's a heist film, a milk heist, yep. which I'm in for, don't you know, that was the part that really got me, because this could have had, not like, this is awful, but just a boring score for me, versus now I'm like, I'm excited to at least give it what I'm going to give it. Yeah, yeah, this, this one, there's enough going on that it really, you almost forget that it's
1: even a period piece, other than the fact that they're stealing cow's milk, like, that could be in you know, a highest place list. with, like, a, a
0: priceless piece of art, or something like that. Yeah. In my opinion, the highest of confidence, because I don't want to remember that a piece. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
1: love a period piece. I'm a sucker for them. Yeah, this is um, right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. so then then the ending, just so we can kind of put a nice pin in this and, and, and get the scores going. King Lou kind of sees what's going on with Cookie. They've got the money, but, you know, uh, Chief Factor is hot on their trail. And Cookie pretty much, I don't know if he immediately just dies or just lays down in his final death spot. But, like, it's very clear, like, oh, this is where Leah Shawkat dug those bones up. And King Lu just says, hey, I'll take the first watch, and then we'll alternate or something. I think he realized, and, and this could be a total toss of it, could just be exhaustion. I think he realized Cookie. Like, I think he kind of realized Cookie was done right there. He just wasn't and he's like, to go on hey, I'm done, too. But at the same time, that isn't in line with what we know about King Lou. you think he probably wouldn't give up that easy. I, I don't know. That, I he could just be tired, that's man. That's what man. I got of it. It's like, he's very tired. Um, this has been probably the most stressful thing he's been through. You know, like, he, the movie started with him, like, on the run, nude. <laughs> like, he's been, you know, chased by murder. So he's yeah. even more exhausted than Cookie was at this point.
0: Yeah, capitalism's a bitch. <laughs> even at one point, says we we need capital. That's the problem, you know, that's... Yeah, I loved... Uh, he gets a point. I, I should not point. have forgot to,
1: to bring this line up. I, I, I think Kookie just straight up asks King Lou, like, do you believe in the afterlife or do you believe in a god or something like that? And he just says, I believe different things in different places. Yeah. Like, that's cool. I, I mean, it's an uh, odd way to live, but it's, a, it's perfect well, for whoa, his character when right. you're an
0: opportunist. Yeah, that's just, what I mean. Like, perfect for his yeah. character. <laughs> like, whatever is convenient for me at the time. Would a good title for this episode be First Cow is Dairy 2? Like, Dairy's 2 instead of Ocean's 12? Is the milk heist film? I mean, if you feel strong about it, <laughs> I'll support it. I just wanna get milk heist in there. I used to what say if, first like, cow is a milk heist. What if this is the first of like a whole new genre of
1: oh, like, milk heist yeah, yeah. or just food heist? But not even that. the funny thing would be if they're not even all period pieces, like that we gotta rob a modern day dairy farm. <laughs> let's let's
0: make we can make it. Let's make a film about robbing like a brewery or something. Ooh, okay. And just, I think it's a workaholics episode, actually. <laughs> we're stealing ideas. We promise we're not stealing it. We're changing <laughs> our script as we speak. It's a spiritual successor. Big fans, don't come, <laughs> don't come in and sue us. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah I
0: think that's, that's about
1: all I wrote down.
0: Yeah, I, I made sure to write notes for Thor. I had a hard time watching this. I, I had some stuff go on, so I watched this in two pieces. I watched the very boring part first, and then I came back the next day and watched the riveting part. So... <laughs> Really, a tale of two just for yeah. me. Um, ironic that I ended up watching it almost split exactly in the point where it picks up. Uh, you, you want to go first on this one for scores? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah,
1: um, this one uh, I had to really, really think long and hard about this one. But it is why I've got the scale so I don't get overly excited. It was a nine point four. Loved it. Damn, that's high. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of
0: surprised with myself for as much as I did like it, I didn't go higher, but. Is was this one that you felt was going to be that high before you entered everything into your Just your looking at
1: it at face value, I'm like, that's a nine and I wanna see what they do with it. But that was just the trailer alone. And the trailer did this kind of a weird service where it wasn't what the what the you know movie in the trailer was, but Yeah. I, I think I would have liked them even I I do like this one versus what I thought was gonna be in the trailer, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, you were glad what, what we ended up with. Absolutely. Uh, it's an 8.1 for me. Ooh, okay. That's not too bad. Listen, man, you Open can't problem. have that long of a stretch where it's just essentially meaningless.
1: Yeah. What what I would say, and, and not to counter necessarily, because you're right, I mean, if you're just seeing something and you feel it's boring, you, you absolutely cannot argue with that. I would say that's kind of, like, you'd say to not argue so much about tropes of, like, superhero genres, a lot of period pieces do move a little slow. Like, I think a lot of people like that out of them. Like,
0: yeah. Don't get me wrong, but really I mean... you like, Dances with Wolves like that, even moves pretty slow, too. Hey, it's not even slow. I just, again, I don't think it's necessary to okay. know that much of Cookie's background. I, I just mean, don't. Sure. Yeah, like, I think there's... I guess a better way to say it is there's filler, because I don't have an argument against the slow burn that rises to now we're kicking things off, but I think the way you pace it is just too damn slow. I think there were just moments you could have gotten rid of where that slow is like fifteen twenty minutes is still a long intro. It's still like nothing's really going on, but like maybe there's more dialogue connected, sure. you know, in these scenes. Um, and again, nothing is there. And it's terrible with the cinematography, but it's just I didn't there. It's a film I really liked with just some things that I didn't care for. I, yeah,
1: I can hear you a lot
0: here on that
1: one. And, and uh, one thing that we, what I wanted to mention, and I don't, I didn't fact check this to make sure, but everything looked like it was shot in natural light. Everything looked incredible. It looked like just
0: like the Revenant, where you have like that like four-hour window to shoot that. Everything looked like it was. Yeah, it's. I mean, cinematography gorgeous. Yeah, um, locations. Absolutely ca- I'm sure location scouting for this was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure as long as the accommodations were all right, uh, <laughs> it was fun filming. Um, you know, and as long as you're not out there for like two months, as long as it's like okay, three weeks to four weeks of filming, yeah, and then it's like at, at a certain point. Oh, we're sixty miles from civilization, and being in my trailer kind of sucks. Yeah, we're <laughs> eating biscuits for food. <laughs> I'd be curious, so maybe we should look up some actor interviews if they tasted the biscuits. They must have. Well, some of the people are literally seen eating them, so I guess they had to. They but I wonder if the actors have played Cookie and King Lou. I guess you do see them like eating it, like that first night where they're like kind of testing King them Lou. out. Yeah, King yeah. was like,
1: how much will people pay for these? Like, I once saw a man like spend like a bunch of pelts on a fork or something like that.
0: <laughs> That was a that was a fun backstory, but a it's terrible so cool. economy. Also, I like how their mon- their money is the definition of just monopoly money. Throw whatever you can. Like here's bills. Here's it was like nine different types of coins <laughs> and infinite and the- and shit. Yeah. And then so above all, they, have they yeah. did have bills, right? Crude bills, yeah. yeah. And, and then, then it was just kind of like was, whether, whether...
1: The gold coins are the silver rag- coins. coins. Yeah. Or the prime delicate. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Coins.
0: Coinage is always key. Yeah. Fun yeah. movie. I loved it. So what's our yeah. average? Like a low... 9.4. That's a 1.3 difference. So you're thinking 0.65. So put that puts it at an 8.75. That's, good. that's okay, not man. bad. I'll take that. Hey, man. You get Ragnarok at 7.8. <laughs> it's, yeah. The slower than I went with this. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, but... Enjoyed it. I mean, I, that's not a bad eight point one. That's a fun eight point. Cool. So I said I was thinking I give it love This the first forty minutes of this movie, despite being really well done, I was like, oh, we might be for like Yeah. That's how I thought. And then yeah, it picked up the pace. I really enjoyed it. And I, I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty much a big fan of. We know what's happening in some sort. What's the tension that gets us there? Yeah. yeah I, I like it Some people, oh, I know what it is. I'm. Sh- I'm out, but I'm like, well, how do we get, there? like, it, it ups the ante for I definitely me. definitely
1: didn't expect this movie to start with, like, finding the main character <laughs>
0: skeletons, like, what well, we the, assume is the main character. Yeah, yeah.
1: that was the out there. And then, pretty quickly, it realized, like, oh, yeah, no, Aaliyah Shotcat is not coming back. There is no more of that modern time with
0: the dog. Yeah, and she's such a good actress that I did kind of want to go. The last of Aaliyah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Did Aaliyah or Aaliyah? I'm not I'm curious. Oh, I thought it was Aaliyah. I don't know. I could be wrong. I say name is the incorrect way all the time. But that will see first cow. Worth four bucks. It's hundred percent. There's ain't shit else out new other than Palm Springs, which you can go check yeah. out. I forgot to plug that. I'm plugging all this stuff. Oh yeah, that was a fun episode. Love Palm Springs. That was a great one. Yeah. As much as I like first cow. Wait, I, I think I gave I, did, I, I did, Palm Springs a
1: higher thing. Right?
0: right yeah. Did. did you? Yeah, nine points something. It was high up for me. I think it was nine point eight. Oh no! I think I only went nine on mm-hmm. Palm Springs. Oh, yeah,
1: that's high for a comedy for me. So I'll say that I don't go high. Do for You comedy. have a perfect comedy. But, but I really don't. I, I I don't because I feel like I'll get too. Like I love Anchorman. Like I know that's a cliche. Like everyone loves that, but that one does hold up still. Like I'll go back and I'll watch like I think funny. it's a tad overrated.
0: A tad. Yeah. I I don't. I think all the jokes are as, as, like, instant hilarious. A lot of
1: people, like, just – it was just, like, a Napoleon Dynamite. Like, the like yeah. a month after
0: they came out, like, those lines were just beaten into the ground so bad. Anchorman's like, a classic chuckle. Me. I'm like <laughs> – you know, but, like, you know, like, I'm not having a bad time, but I'm not, like – If you give me time,
1: I'm sure I think of, like, if, if I had one to, like, package out and send to the world. But what about you? What's your –
0: I don't think – I don't know if I have a 10. I'm really impartial to uh, – or partial to Superbad. So yeah, that one's funny. Yeah, that's, that's also a nostalgic thing. That movie came out when I was like fourteen. Yeah, and so it immediately got to be the funniest thing ever. And so like, there's a lot of nostalgia tied to it. Okay. I don't even know if I'd give it a ten though, because if we rewatched it, I'd find holes in sure, it. sure. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, just curious, because like Palm Strings was damn good. I, I also it really
1: love. I don't know if I'd say this is. I love Almost Heroes, which is uh, like it was like Chris Farley's last movie. It was him and Matthew Perry. But it's a period piece. It's them being essentially like Lewis and Clark. But the <laughs> The mishap, like, people who, what who, got, who got sent out, like, three weeks later, like, to <laughs> fail, and they were the ones who actually did it. It's great. I really, like, died like,
0: halfway through and they haven't changed the It was really- We started with First Cow, and we ended with Chris Barley. <laughs> we truly can't right. do it all, ladies
1: and gentlemen. There's a uh, new documentary we- on him on
0: the Hulu. Can I, I think, I, too. can I lock it in already? No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the vault's closed. 31 of those bad boys. Go no check out Palm Springs. If you're brand new here, thank you so much for sticking through all the way. First cow, it's new. So, you know, if you want to hear us, if King of Staten Island or any of Scoob, if any of the shit that is, like, newer uh, appeals to you, by all means, let us know. If that's something you'd like to see. Again, we do have that email, azmovieclub at gmail.com. Or we can find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just let us know. Hey, I really like the show. Hey, do this. Hey, I hate you. Remember, first hate mail gets in the show. After that, you're out and uh, we have so many DMs you can't even get in, if, that, if that's what you need me to hear. Very exclusive. If you want exclusivity, I'll give it to you. <laughs> uh, get us a million listens. I'll, I'll get a tattoo. Uh, go watch The It Follows. Go watch uh, Good Time. That's our other big one. We get. A lot, I feel like we've gotten quite a bit of love for No Country. That's a great episode. That's one of the ones I would recommend watching, even though we're like the millionth person to ever talk about how great that yeah. is. Uh, also, if you're going to listen to that, just know that I retconned and gave that a 10 after the fact when we do, we'll do a retcon episode eventually where we go through and write any wrongs that right. you like we to have. And I'm giving no country a 10. I I'm sorry, Cohen brothers. I, I failed that. you, <laughs> but on that, hand, <laughs> it's really good. Movie. No better way to end than talking about no country again. Thank you so much, everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. Please tell anyone that likes movies or uh, if you think we're just a conversational enough podcast that they would enjoy it. We'd appreciate that. Uh, word of mouth is really all we got. I'm trying to promo and stuff. But it's hard out there. There's a lot of podcasts. But there's still every every dumb thing I read tells me there's more room. So let's make us to the top or kind of close. Have a wonderful day, night, week, whatever, guys. Thanks, guys.